up everyone welcome back to the 90 plus extra time podcast it's rob it's monday um i hope everybody had a good weekend Um, i know i did even though you know yesterday was a little upsetting i had to put my wife back on a plane so she could go back to germany Um, she was just here to visit while we were house hunting and uh yeah i miss her (laughs) um yeah that was my weekend actually though on saturday my wife and I did get to check out um, our first football game together here in the U.S. Um, we went to go see San Antonio FC, and they were hosting the Real Monarchs of Salt Lake City. Um, it's my first um, USL game. I got to say, it's going to take some getting used to. You know, I'm, I've been a little spoiled <laughs> going to games in, uh, in Germany, watching, you know, U- European teams play. Um, you know, this was the first game of the season for them. So, you know, I'm not sure how many of these guys are, you know, new to the team or it's their first time playing with, you know, some of their teammates. Um, it was just, you know, in the end, you know, San Antonio won, they scored on an excellent goal. Um, you know, it was, it, it was great, you know, to see them win. Um, the stadium wasn't full, but, uh, you know, it's first game of the season, for San Antonio, it was a little cool, um, the the weather, I should say. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just gonna take some getting used to. It seemed to me, um, for the first, I don't know how long of the game, that they could not make a pass and keep the ball on the ground. So it seemed like the ball spent ridiculous amounts of time in the air. There was like header, heading pass after heading pass after heading pass. I mean. That's just something I have to get used to. You know, the teams in Germany play completely different. I would say, you know, a lot of teams play like that. Um, Play completely different where, you know, there's a lot of ground passes. There's not too many aerial passes. Plus, you know, they were trying to play the long ball a lot. This is San Antonio. I can't say that for for Salt Lake City. They, I don't know, they seem to, I don't know, I guess they were reacting to the way that San Antonio was playing and they, they kind of felt like they had to keep the ball in the air because San Antonio was playing a lot of long balls too. So they were, they tried the same thing. And then when the second half started, Salt Lake City came out playing completely different than how they did in the first half. Um, you know, they it seemed like they were faster, like they were attacking more. They were keeping the ball on the ground. They, they weren't doing a lot of passes backwards. Um, there wasn't a lot of lateral passes either. It seemed like all the passes were, were forward, um, you know, on the edges, on the sidelines. Um, They just came out completely different. Um, But with that being said, San Antonio had, you know, a lot more opportunities to score. I think it was like within the first like seven minutes of the game, um, they had this this shot. You know, (laughs) I don't know any of the players' names yet, but uh, one of the forwards, you know, had the goalie beat. He kicked the ball and it looked like a sure goal. If this thing would have been a centimeter to the left, it would have been a goal instead he hits the woodwork, it bounces back, and uh, Real Salt Lake went on the counterattack with that, but you know they weren't able to do anything. So the game actually ended up being 1-0, to zero, and um, you know, it's, it's, it's good. I mean, the stadium, like I said, it wasn't full. They did have their supporter section. It's not like the Constatter curve for Stuttgart, but uh, you know, they had their supporter section, they had their drums, you know, they had their, their little smoke grenades. You know, it was pretty cool. Um, and it was it was different, it, but it's something that I'm definitely going to enjoy while I'm here. You know, having access to a basically a second division team, um, you know, it was good. 
Americans aren't really into football like the rest of the world is. So, uh, you know, if you can imagine the season tickets for um, San Antonio FC are only, I think you can get, like in the seats that I was sitting in, I think for like $500, maybe less, I think might somewhere around $500, you can get season tickets. Um, you know, and it's, it's, you know, it's definitely, you know, good to watch. I mean, you know, who knows? Uh, these USL teams seem to be kind of popping up into or moving up into the MLS a lot. Um, you know, San Antonio has a decent fan base, so uh, who knows? We'll see. I mean, they got a lot of young kids on their team. Um, I don't know. They First game of the season, they got three points. I don't know what else to say. Um, they're playing. Next week, they're going to be playing um, Colorado Springs, which is also a city that I lived in at one time. Uh, but they're going to be playing that game on the road. Um, but, you know, on ESPN Plus, you know, I, I was actually able to show my wife where we were sitting. We could see ourselves when we watched the replay on ESPN Plus um, after the game. So I'll be able to watch and, you know, follow San Antonio FC for the duration of the season, which is pretty nice, you know, um, considering how much it costs to, you know, watch my um, European matches, uh, even though I can watch Serie A. On ESPN Plus, I can't get the Bundesliga, can't get uh, EPL, Liga, La Liga, um, you know, which is pretty upsetting. I mean, I, I can get that actually, but it just costs a lot. It costs so much more than it did uh, while I was living in Europe. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, <sighs> speaking of Syria, and I know I spoke about it last week ad nauseum, but uh, they've basically locked down Italy now because of the coronavirus. Um, you know, first it started off playing games behind closed doors, and then I saw a tweet today that said that the the Prime Minister of Italy, uh, or the President, I'm not sure which one, um, was planning on suspending all sports in the country at all levels. I'm talking like from, you know, three-year-olds all the way up to the professionals for all sports, basketball, you know, baseball, football, everything. Um, and then as I was getting off work today, I saw that the, the government has basically shut down the entire country. So whether that means they're not allowing people to go in and out, um, they've canceled or suspended, excuse me, the La Liga matches. Um, so, you know, nobody's going to be playing. I don't know what that's going to say or do for um, Champions League. Um, you know, it seems like more and more leagues now are just they're playing behind closed doors. Um, I think eventually it's going to come to the point where they start canceling, canceling matches, uh, more and more. Um, and I don't, I don't know what that means for, you know, for the remainder of the season. Um, I was just listening to another podcast this morning and they were saying that, um, the Chinese league, obviously, you know, everybody knows that's been suspended. They're talking about, you know, maybe opening it back up, uh, like for the first week in April, possibly. Um, but the team that Rafa Benitez um, manages, um, I, I'm not sure the name, I would butcher it anyway, but they've been, they've been stuck, and I, I think they're in Italy right now, or they're, no, they're in Spain, and you know, they've basically been stuck. They can't go back to China, um, you know, for obvious reasons. Obviously, that's where, the, uh, that's where the coronavirus basically, not started, but that's where this outbreak uh, began, and... Uh, you know, that team is stuck. So, um, I think it's eventually, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to say it, but I think that 
eventually all the teams are going to end up uh, canceling the season. I mean, we haven't heard too much from South America, but uh, or Africa for that matter, seems to you know mostly be within Europe. I mean, obviously the U.S. is having its problems. Obviously, we know what's going on in China and you know um, East Asia, but uh, it's it, it's pretty upsetting. This this thing is going to end up disrupting so much and then you know we're only two years away from the world cup which is going to cause further disruptions that's even you know if we even have a world cup who knows how bad this thing is going to get i'm not trying to scare anybody or anything but you know i mean a few weeks ago we didn't think that this thing was going to be nearly as bad as as it's become now you know we're we're seeing whole countries being shut down and uh you know it it's pretty upsetting um you know, the more and more that, uh, that it affects the leagues and the players and, and the fans. And, you know, in the end, football is only a game. You know, obviously everybody's health is so much more important than, you know, watching 22 guys run around on a field, kicking a ball, trying to kick it past each other. So, um, you know, obviously the precautions and the safety of the fans, the, the general public, the players, um, is paramount. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can, uh, we'll see, you know, some type of successful resolution to this thing within the near future. Um, I know here in the U.S., you know, things have been getting kind of crazy because of it. People have been fighting over toilet paper and hand sanitizer and masks and, you know, disinfectant wipes. Um, but it hasn't seemed, so far, it hasn't affected any of the major sporting events. Um you know, there's certain school districts that are, you know, having the kids basically like telework almost. They're just doing homework and classroom assignments online. Um, yeah, so we'll see. I mean, you know, right now in the U.S., we got the, the Major League Baseball season is going to be starting like within the next couple of weeks. Obviously, basketball and hockey are, you know, in full swing. Um, you know, football is... We got a few more months, you know, until that. But there's, you know, March Madness is about to happen. The uh, the NCAA um, college basketball championship tournament is going to be starting soon. Um, so who knows how it's going to affect that? And you know, that's that's a tournament that's all over the country. Um, you know, it's going to be like 68 teams playing in that, packing, you know, arenas. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see what's going to happen. Hopefully, you know, things will get worse before they get better. But uh, based on, you know, what's happening in Italy, I, I don't know. There was 97 people, I guess, today that died in Italy from the coronavirus. So it's totally understandable that they, you know, shut down uh, the country, essentially, in order to keep the people safe. Because, I mean, what else are you going to do? And it really puts things in perspective for me because, and I'm sure everybody else, but. Um, just how quickly a real world event can completely upend something that seems like, you know, it's like a constant in our lives and, you know, it, it, we always have it there. You know, I was talking to my friends about, you know, there's always a football match on no matter what. I mean, you can find one on TV or you can find one near you. You know, it might be little kids or it might be professionals, but there's always a game every day. There's a game that you can watch. And now, you know, we have this thing going on, and who knows when it's going to end or how it's going to end. Hopefully, um, it'll end well. You know, hopefully they can figure out a way to 
stop this thing from spreading. Um, maybe with a cure or vaccine or something. But, uh, you know, we have all these people on these cruise ships. I don't know. This is not the 90 plus coronavirus podcast, but it seems like, you know, because it's affecting so much that uh, it's, it's like the, the only thing I can seem to talk about. Um, somehow I transitioned from San Antonio FC into talking about the coronavirus, but that just shows you the, the impact that it's having on the game and the fans and, you know, everything else because it's affecting everybody's everyday life, especially here. Like, I, I don't even know. Uh, I couldn't even imagine being in Europe right now. Like, it, Italy literally is on lockdown right now. My wife just flew back to Germany last night. She landed this morning or this afternoon here in the States, but... Um, yeah, she's back in Europe, so who knows? In the town that we were living in, you know, there's been a couple of cases of people getting it there. Um, ugh, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully, everything ends well. Okay. <laughs> this has to be probably one of the most bizarre stories that I've heard recently. Um, so apparently uh, last year, during the summer, um, Ronaldinho had his Brazilian and Spanish passports confiscated because of unpaid taxes and he because he didn't pay a fine for like building on some like government land or something like that. So he had his, <laughs> he had his passports confiscated um i'm not sure about his citizenship status in spain obviously he's brazilian you know he obviously played for barcelona so maybe he has a spanish passport because of that or you know because of some family members who knows um but he was arrested in paraguay him and his brother were arrested in paraguay for having a fake um passport from the country of paraguay Apparently, him and his brother were there for, like, a book signing, um, apparently, and uh, they got arrested because <laughs> because of these fake passports. Oh, I don't, I don't, even know, <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. He's obviously a rich man. You know, I'm sure Ronaldinho is worth millions still. Apparently he can, he's one of those people that can still get, you know, hundreds of thousands of euros or dollars or reals or whatever, um, just for making a single Instagram post. So I understand, you know, he has to make his money, but I'm sure he knows that he can't leave the country. I'm sure he knows that he has all these, you know, unpaid fines and taxes. So why did he get and use a fake passport from Paraguay and you know leave I'm assuming Brazil what 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 was he thinking like and now there's a picture they're saying that he's going to spend at least six months in jail while they do the investigation um now there's a picture of him in jail on Twitter and you know he's like smiling like he he seems to be pretty happy that uh you know, somebody was able to take a picture of him in jail and I don't know. I don't even like what possesses somebody to do something like that. Do your book signing in Brazil. I don't know how, how the Brazilians necessarily feel about him, but 
why in the world would you knowingly use a fake passport to try to go to another country? You get to the country, the government's going to know what their passports look like. They're going to know that, I mean, I don't know if it was just faked, if it was, you know, like something that he illegally obtained, but the government is going to know. And now, you know, one of the most famous men in, in football, even though that doesn't matter, you commit a crime, you commit a crime. Um, but he's one of the most famous men in football, and now he's going to go to jail for using a passport, which he got because his other passports were confiscated because he didn't pay fines and taxes. And he's a millionaire. I, I will never, ever, ever understand that. So I obviously came to the U.S. by myself, and I came here with two suitcases, so I wasn't able to pack a whole lot. Um, thankfully, my wife, she was able to bring basically all of the football kits that I wear, like on a, you know, on a normal basis. Uh, she was able to bring all of them here for me, um, which I greatly appreciate, especially my four uh, VFB Stuttgart jerseys. Uh, which I've been wearing, you know, I guess you would say nonstop for the last week and a half. Um, but, you know, that brings me to Stuttgart. I was not able to watch the game today. I was at the gym, went to the gym after work. Um, and But I was getting the alerts on my phone. Um, you know, Mario Gomez, you know, I talk a lot of trash about Mario Gomez. You know, he's younger than me, yeah, but he, he his his best days are behind him. Um, I think if Sugar gets promoted back to the Bundesliga, that Mario Gomez will probably not be on the team next year. Um, I don't know if he'll retire, but I, I'm just suspecting that he is not going to play. I mean, I could be wrong. I've been proven wrong again and again by Mario Gomez. You know, sometimes he seems like he can't run, and then other games he'll score three goals, which will be taken away because of VAR, because of like a half a centimeter. Um, but they played uh, Armenia Bielefeld today. Uh, Mario Gomez scored a goal in the 53rd, 53rd minute, um, assisted by Nicolas Gonzalez. And I was hoping this two guard would be able to hold on to that lead. I was actually on the stair stepper when they gave up the goal in the 76th minute, and the game actually ended in a 1 1 draw. Um, you know, which isn't too bad. I mean, uh, let's see where Stuttgart. That moves them up to second in the table. Um, you know, they're six points behind uh, Armenia Bielefeld. Hamburg's in third. They're a point behind Stuttgart. And then Heidenheim. They seem that Heidenheim has been in fourth place basically the entire season. Um, but Stuttgart right now, they're in the promotion zone, the automatic promotion zone. Um, so hopefully they can, uh, you know, they can maintain that position. There's, what, nine games left in the season. Um, yeah, hopefully they can, ugh, they can stick it out. I don't know. Uh, the nine games is a uh, is a lot. Let's see. They got uh, Wiesbaden coming up next week, followed by Kiel. Then they play Hamburg, Dresden, Osnabrück, Karlsruhe, Sandhausen, Nuremberg, and they finish the season off against Dorp or excuse me Darmstadt. So. Hopefully, I got to look through and go through this because that Wiesbaden game seems like a trap game. Um, same thing with that Osnabrück game. Um, 
We'll see. I'm, I'm just hoping, hoping that they can finish in the promotion zone so we get automatic promotion, um, you know, not to, uh, you know, down talk San Antonio FC or VFB Stuttgart, but I cannot support two teams that are in the second division. Um, it, it's just going to be, it's going to be rough to do that. Um, granted, you know, San Antonio doesn't have the opportunity to get promoted unless, you know, their team moves up to the MLS, but that process is completely different and not automatic. Um, but hopefully, you know, Stuttgart can, can do their thing and, you know, get back to the Bundesliga next season. If there's even a Bundesliga season next year, we don't, we don't know. We have no idea what's, what's going to happen. So, um, another thing I want to talk to you guys about, and I want to get some feedback from you guys about this. What do you guys think about the, um, the Copa America update for FIFA 20? I haven't played it yet. Um, I, I saw that the update was on there the other day. You know, obviously my wife was here when it happened, so I didn't really, wasn't playing at all while she visited. But last night after she was gone, I turned it on, I played a game and I saw that it was there. Um, how is it? I mean, I, I guess they integrated it into the career mode. So now you can, uh, you know, actually play with a South Amer- South American team, play a whole season and then actually, you know, move into the, uh, Copa America. Um, have any of you guys played it, you know, Hit me up. Let me know. Just uh, on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, you know, email address. Uh, the email address is 90plusET at gmail.com. And for Instagram and Twitter, just search 90plusExtraTime, and you know, we'll pop up. So um, with that, I'm going to end the show. Um, hopefully, you know, this time next week, we won't be talking about more, more and more cancellations or leagues ending their season. Um, hopefully, this coronavirus thing will, you know, be over and done with or least on the the downward trend um i hope you guys have a great week hope you guys get to catch some football i will talk to you next week thanks for listening bye